Okay, welcome everyone. This is another Weekend No Show. We're on episode four. My name is JG. I'm here with Insidious LAT and my boy CL Smooth. What's up, guys? What's good, fellas? What's good, Insidious LAT? What's up, fellas? Yeah, so today we are going to be talking about another one of those age-old questions where (laughs) I'm sure you've thought of it, but now we're going to put it to the test. We're going to see what everybody thinks. And the scenario is as such. The world is ending. There's nothing to be done about that. The world is ending, but you can be saved. We have figured out a way to send you to one of two places. You can go into Star Trek or Star Wars. And we're going to find out where each of us is going to go and why. So I'm going to lead us off. I think, you know, you guys know I'm a Trek guy. And yes, I watch Star Wars and everything, but I am a Trek guy through and through. And I just believe in it. I really think, or, you know, the the older Trek, not the current Trek, but the older Trek. So to me, it's a no-brainer that if if everything's ending, hey, man, send me, I would actually say send me to the 24th century, and that, that encompasses next generation, all the way to... Uh, Voyager and what was that last movie? Uh, Nemesis. Oh God, Nemesis. That that was bad, but still, I would rather exist there. And the reason is that such, all of our problems have been solved uh, on Earth. Anyway, I can just kick it on Earth. Yes, there's problems out there in the universe. You know, Picard, uh, <laughs> Captain Cisco, uh, Janeway. They got to deal with the Borg. They got to go out there deal with the Dominion. And deal with with crap like that, but not me. I'm on Earth, so I'll just kick it. I, I don't I don't use money. They don't use money in the 24. We don't have money. Um, everything is just cool, you know. You're just cool, and, and they're like, "Hey, what are you going to do with yourself?" I don't know. I'm just going to chill. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And they'll be like, "Hey, don't you want to explore the universe on, on Enterprise or go out on the frontier with DS9?" No. No, no, I had enough problems, man. I had enough problems. And those guys, they're, they're better suited to that. They can deal with all that. I'll be back on Earth. Uh, I don't even know where. No, no, what, what's, what's that planet from uh, the, the pleasure planet? I'll be on Ryza. I'll be kicking it on Ryza, <laughs> taking a vacation, but, but not really vacation because I ain't doing nothing. I ain't working. What are you talking about, man? I'm in Star Trek. Take a vacation from my vacation because I deserve it, you know. But here's the thing. I know you probably think, well, what if if everybody goes there? What if everybody chooses Star Trek? What, what, you know, what about too many people showing up? And we got the whole uh, alpha quadrant of the galaxy. We got plenty of places to send people. Man, send them to Vulcan. Send them them somewhere. I don't know. Where's that planet that... um, uh, Deanna Troy comes from or, or send them there. I don't care. Uh, send them to the moon, to Mars. It doesn't matter. We got warp drive. We got replicators. We got scarcity is a thing of the past. No racism, no sexism, um, you know, no nationalism. And I just think, you know, I'll just kick it. I'll just kick it. I mean, I'll go on the Enterprise to see what's up. 
you know, hey, what's going on here, guys? I'll kick it with with Jordy. You see, Jordy, the problem with Jordy is that, you know, he was never getting any play. At some point, I'm going to want some action. And hanging out with Jordy, you're not going to get it. That's why I hang out with Worf, like, hey, man, Worf, man. He was crushing at, at all times. So I'll be like, what, what are you getting into tonight, Worf? Can I just tag along? Cool, cool, cool. Let's do that. And the same thing on DS9. Look at what happened on DS9. He came in and he pulled the finest one immediately. They've been trying to pull her for three seasons, but Worf was like, no, let me, let me, let me handle this, y'all. You, you guys fall back. I'll handle this. And, and so now, not, to, not to cut you off, but before you, before you go, before you keep going, would that be considered a, a homosexual relationship? How so? Because uh, wasn't she originally a dude? Like the, the bug or whatever? No, the 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 um the trill, the thing inside of her existed in a dude before her. It is neither okay. male nor female. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. I thought that it was a male trill that just happened to be in a female's body. They're 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 a sexless race. Yeah, those those little or gender worms okay. or whatever those things are inside of them, yeah, they don't have got any it. gender whatsoever. That'll be you. That'll be human beings, so <laughs> it might be. <laughs> but you know what? It won't matter because hey, you know you don't like it. You just go to another planet. I'm going to another star system. Peace. And no, I'll never see what Janeway's doing because I'm not. I, I didn't like Voyager too much, so I'll, you know they'll be like, "Hey, Janeway disappeared." I mean, good. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone. I'm kicking it here. And I don't really know what else there is to say, man. There's just the 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 sky's the limit. As long as we have people like Cisco, Picard, they they keep the Romulans off our back. They keep they keep uh, the Dominion off our back. You guys handle that. You guys handle that. I'm gonna be over here doing whatever I can get into and just kick it. I think that's the natural state of human. You know, I could be I can do my artwork. I can do artwork. I'll just read a book, and it'll be like, "What do you do?" Oh yeah, man, I, I was picking my nose the other day. It's like, "Oh well, that's a great use of your time." That's what we do now in the twenty fourth century. So why, why they name why they name Captain Cisco after some liquor is what I want to know. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, that's racist, man. That's racist. Remember, remember Cisco? When when them old old nasty liquor we used to drink in college. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, never drink that. I think Cisco is uh I think he's actually I think he's from the Bay Area and so they just call him Cisco. <laughs> no. I mean Bill, don't don't pretend like you never drank Cisco, man. <laughs> oh oh yeah, I definitely drank some Cisco. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I have I have no <laughs> idea what you all are talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well, okay, and just and just before I wrap up, I wanna I wanna quickly diss Star Wars because it's a nightmare universe where everybody is getting, you know, run over and these Jedi or whatever the hell they are have ruined everything for everybody across the entire galaxy. There's no way in hell I wanna live there. So, you know, I'll just give them the finger and then I'll go through the other portal or whatever takes me to Star Trek. All right, I'm out. 
So I'm going to pass it over to you, Insidious Lat. What do you What do you think, man? All right. So um, listen, you've pretty much said everything that I that I was thinking in terms of why I would pick Star Trek over uh, Star Wars. Uh, it's just a better, just a better universe. Like you said, I I literally wouldn't leave the holodeck. I just chill in there. <laughs> I forgot about the holodeck. <laughs> literally just That's hang out in the holodeck all day every day. <laughs> like where's Bell? He's he's in <laughs> he's in <Yeah>. the holodeck. <laughs> so um, so yeah, uh, you know the Star Wars uh, that that universe. You know, I mean, I guess both 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 universes have war, but. All they do is fight in Star Wars universe. Now I, I'm tired of fighting, man. I just want to yeah. chill. So yeah, it, yeah, it's in the name. yeah, exactly. Yeah, wars in the name. <laughs> it's true. It's right in the yeah, name. I, I'd rather they, go they on some adventures. Yeah, I'd rather go on some adventures and um, yeah, and, and you know, and chill. You know, if a couple blue girls, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. What, what do you think the weed is like in the 24th century? Let me get some of that oh 24th century oh weed. Oh my god, it's got to be so good. It's got to be so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. But yeah, that's it, man. I yeah, I, I'm just gonna underline everything you said. It's in terms of it's just the more chill, more interesting uh, universe, and you know, and start. And not only that, man. I, I dipped out after the, you know, after the new, the, I don't know, episode four, five, or six. I dipped out after that. I was just like, you know, they keep telling oh, the yeah, same story. Yeah. So yeah. I got to be honest, you know, I'm just not that into it. So. Well, let me, let me ask you this. So, so you, good, you wouldn't get involved in Starfleet at all. Nah, I mean, I might, I might take a job, you know, as a, you know. I might do an HR job. I might be in HR. <laughs> but I'm not you might work in, work in courts or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might work in courts bar. You know, I've got a little experience in that. But yeah, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not trying to join the military. I'm just a... Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which which so, they insist is not the military, but but it sure looks okay. like it. Yeah, it feels a lot... It's, it's, you got captains and lieutenants and ensigns. That feels real military to me. Yeah, so. they, they they've said over and over, it's, we're, "We're not the military organization." It's like you really could have fooled me. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's with all those matching uniforms? Not military <laughs> organization. Yeah. I don't see nobody on the yeah, on the deck with a t shirt on. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, nobody's just kicking it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, man. That's it, man. I wish I had a little bit more, but. uh yeah, that's pretty much it. I just it just seems like a more chill uh, universe, and that's I'm trying to chill. So, yeah, that's well. Well, that's it let, for me. I mean, that's it, man. It's there's really not much more to be said unless we hear what CL Smooth has to say. Oh man, what, what you I think? Don't know. I, I guess I guess we can't all agree. So so what I'm gonna do is <laughs> I'm gonna go into the Star Wars universe. And I'm gonna train with all the Jedi, and I'm gonna train with all the Sith, and then I'm gonna follow with the Star Trek universe. <laughs> Lazy NFs. <laughs> and I'm gonna. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do, because all y'all will be so 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 many years of just vacationing and, and soft living, man. You're not gonna be able to fight against me. 
<laughs> Come with a small girl. Hey, arm, man. Boy. And I'm going to take over everything. Hey, no, no, man. I'm, I'm protected by Starfleet. No, you man. have to deal with Starfleet. I'm, you have to deal with Worf, no, man. I'm, I'm, running through, I'm running through You're Starfleet. You're dealing with me because I'll be hiding. But, uh, but question yes. then. So if, if, if Star Trek is post-scarcity, then people don't really have jobs then, right? Like all, all needs are met. So then things like Starfleet and exploration is just for those people who are curious about seeing the universe and exploring stuff like that. There, there, there are no jobs that are actually necessary, right? They're, they're not necessary, but consider there's an episode of Deep Space Nine where Captain Sisko, um, he goes back, Benjamin Sisko, he goes back home. His father has a, like a Creole shop, of, you know, restaurant. But that's what he enjoys doing. He enjoys feeding right. people with his recipes. Yeah. So he, he does have a, a, a job that he wants. It's not necessary for him to do gotcha. that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Honestly, I would, I would, yeah. um, yeah, so. I would definitely go into Star Trek universe because Star Wars is just what seems like to me, it's, it's just like earth and all the problems and, you know, ambitions and, you know, flaws and stuff of like human society, more like society just sprout across the universe, you know? Um, and I, I would be way more interested in Star Trek and I, right. I would join Starfleet because I, you know, I think it would be uh, amazing to like explore the universe and meet different cultures and you know, all that kind of thing. So yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely do that. Um, the question is, you know, the, um, the criticism of, of those kind of post-scarcity type dreams is that people say that if people don't have, if people don't have any kind of challenges or suffering or anything like that, then the civilization will fall apart anyway. But I'm not sure that that's true, man. I think people are more driven by creativity and innovation and things like that, um, you know, or could be. I don't think fear and, and lack of things is the only motivating factor in, in human life. Yeah, and I don't doubt that, um, that, you know, just because people don't have to work, people will still work just because, you know, yeah, they, they'll, they'll just do things that, that they enjoy, though. So I don't think that society will fall apart. You know, there, there are people, who, you know, probably enjoy, you know, being politicians, <laughs> but, you know, they wouldn't do it for a monetary reason. They're not trying to, you know, become rich off of it. They just do it because they rather enjoy, you know, they, they enjoy serving. But that's exactly um, why Star Trek, when you see what people can be when they're allowed to contribute to the best of their ability. And I think that's kind of the thing that's missing nowadays is that people, you're not allowed to contribute to the best of your ability. You always have to get through a bunch of hurdles. Like people want to be an engineer. Well, okay. I hope you have the money necessary to afford the schooling for that. Whereas in the 24th century, hey, I want to be an engineer. Oh, okay. Well, come on in here. Then if you if you want to learn this, that doesn't mean you necessarily will always have the aptitude for right. it. But they will give you the shot. Yeah. And you know, you you can become that if it's within your ability. I mean, Star Trek may have, Star Wars may have cooler ships. I think that's the only thing they got going for them. They got cooler ships. Yeah. And that's it. Well, it's like the, um, you know, the whole OnlyFans uh, situation nowadays, right? And, and 
kind of the easy mode life that um, a lot of young women have who, who, you know, utilize, you know, those services to, to make money. It's so easy, right, that it's like, and I, I realize not, not all of them are making money, but it's so easy to do. Um, it's like it's begging for people to just, just do it and make that money. Um, but people do it for the money. But if you, if you don't have to worry about putting clothes on your back or feeding yourself or having a place to live or any of those just like the, the most fundamental basic things for uh, survival, if you don't have to do any of that. Then you can actually say, well, damn, what, what am I actually interested in? You know, and not just to pick on OnlyFans, like you know, bankers and doctors, lawyers, athletes, you know, pick any profession. There's a ton of people doing that profession, not because they love it or they have a deep interest in it. It's just, you know, OK, maybe I have an ability to do it and I can make the money. But take away that exactly. that requirement for money. And I think we're we're missing an opportunity to tap into an, an incredible um, kind of storehouse of, of creative, innovative energy throughout humanity. Because um, people are, you know, dealing with the fear, the stress, the anxiety of just making it, of just surviving, you know, and, and yeah. that's one of the things I think hold back kind of the evolution of mankind. Yeah, it's, it's I've always wanted, I, I wish that humanity would evolve into Star Trek. And there was a famous quote several years ago from um, the billionaire, the Gawker, uh, he, he kind of shut down Gawker. Was Peter Thiel? Does that sound right? Um, I think it was Peter Thiel, and he was. They were talking about Star Trek versus Star Wars, and a lot of people, you know, like like him, were saying, "Oh, Star Trek is just socialism. That's socialism. I, I don't want that. Star Wars is great. Look at Han Solo. He's a hustler. He has to go out there and hustle to make things happen for himself." And I'm like, "Look at what you are saying, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't want." You don't want all of our problems, so you don't want and and humanity earned that. That wasn't given to them. Right. They had horrible wars, yeah, um, with cons people and such, and and horrible scarcity that they had to go through, and they worked their way through it and, and really earned it. And now they've managed to get rid of all those problems. But he didn't want that. Like incredible to me that that. Anyone would prefer to live in Star Wars over Star Trek. I mean, I guess there's people who they want uh, action and they want to they want to fight. Yeah, that would be the reason to go to Star Wars. Yeah, you can you can get action in, in Star Trek, but only only through the the service in Starfleet and such. And yes, you're going to encounter probably hostile species that you may have to defend yourselves against, but you, you will not be the aggressor. Right, right. Well, I think he's, he's confused. I mean, if he, if he made those statements, Peter Till, then, then, you know, I think he's confusing what's really happening, you know, technological advance with socialism, right? Um, I, I, I'm not a fan of socialism, but if you have, through technology, the ability to, you know, basically eliminate those basic human needs for survival, right, um, for everybody, there's still, cause, cause Peter Thiel is a capitalist and, you know, entrepreneur and about competition. And I love all those things, but I think what, what people like him really miss is that if you remove the pursuit, the, the, the pursuit of money as necessary to life, right? There's still competition, which will create innov innovation. Why? Because people are creative and they want to exp express that creativity, 
right? People are innovative. They want to express that innovation. And we, you know, we're human beings and we're social and we like, you know, people's respect and admiration and stuff like that. So that would be the driving force of kind of innovative and creative activity. I mean, you see it now in social media, even though social media has had a lot of bad effects on society. What do, what do um, all kind of content creators look for? You know, do they like my video? How many views did I watch? That's all social approval, right? Now, it translates into money in this world, but even if it didn't, right, we would still innately want those things as part of our human makeup, right? We like to be get the respect and appreciation of the, of the community, of the environment. I don't think that's going anywhere, and I think that'll be continue to be a big driver of innovation and progress and things like that. And so I think people like him forget that because they think the only motivation in life is money and power, and that's missing the whole other creative aspect. Um, of life, in my opinion, you know. Yes. And if you, if you, there was a, a early Next Generation episode where um, they found some cryogenically frozen 20th century people or 21st century people. And um, there was a, a businessman who was, he was very upset. I need to get to my bank, take me to my bank so I can get my money. And Picard is telling him, we don't use money anymore. We don't have those same desires. You don't have to worry about that. And the, the guy doesn't understand it. And similar to several other episodes of Next Generation, we saw that there's still singers. There's still mm -hmm. people uh, who are grand chess masters, people pursuing these things. Look at uh, Commander Data. The, the, uh, the guy who created Commander Data, Dr. Soon, he wanted the respect of the scientific community. He's like, I can make this positronic brain, but they all laughed right. at him. But then he made it. <laughs> and other people wanted to make one, but they couldn't until later. But um, which also strikes me as odd, because if we look at Star Trek versus Star Wars, like a 10-year-old kid made C-3PO <laughs> and, and he was sentient and aware and in Star Trek they couldn't they just couldn't figure it out man how do I make this well we were talking about uh, sort of driving forces uh, and yeah here's the thing we're, we're still humans and uh, sort of I, mean, I don't know if this is the case in either Star Trek or Star Wars just because it just seems like there was always somebody trying to get the girl and so you know even if we even if most of our, our most basic needs are taken care of People will still will still sort of have the driving force of either. I mean, there are asexual people out there, I suppose, but um, you know, trying to get a mate and that that's another driving force that'll 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 keep us sort of from just being a bunch of a bunch of <laughs> yeah, sloths. You drive yeah. to excel to attract yeah. a mate. Yeah. So, the question is, how far away do you think we are from, you know, if not post scarcity? like clearly on that path, like how far away are we from breakthroughs that can, can Ooh. significantly alter human life for the better? Will we see that in our lifetime? You think? Ooh. I'm this, not definitely not in our lifetime. I, I think we'll see the beginnings of those things where like, man, that can really turn into something like 3D printing and such, um, especially where you can. I've seen medical articles where they needed a particular 
tool or needed something that they could a stent or something they could put in some someone so they get the spec online and then they right. 3d print it essentially beaming it to themselves you know we need we need yeah. to print this thing and then they print it and use it and it's like man that is incredible because 20 years ago hey we don't have this thing well somebody better go get it because right, right. <laughs> we, it can't just appear here magically, but now it can. Yeah, yeah. But but think about that. Like like, sure, you have to have the same. You have to have the correct materials on hand for your three D printer that you can use. Whereas in the twenty fourth century, you just need mm-hmm. some spare atoms, right, right. whatever's laying around. But that's the clear progenitor to that software to the, to that feature. Actually, I, I I would not be surprised, and you know this this definitely could be just wishful thinking, but um, based on what I've seen, I, I I would not be surprised if they have break you know breakthroughs in medical and health technology where they significantly extend human life, um, not just number of years, but also the the quality of life along the way in terms of your health and youthfulness and stuff like that. I mean, they've done um, they've done some research with uh, this doctor named uh, David Sinclair, I think his name is out of Harvard, um, who's, who's like at the forefront of, of uh, like longevity research. And they did some, some tests, experiments, I think of a year or two ago on mice, where they were, they were basically able to reverse aging in the mice. They, they started by uh, doing, you know, some experiments on trying to, to heal things with their eyesight. They, they purposely damaged like their, um, it wasn't the retina, like the back of the eye. Um, and then they gave them this treatment cycle, which totally reversed the damage and made the eyesight um, youthful again. And then they, they, they did it in broader parts of the body of the mice. We are two identical mice. I think they were twins. Um, um, they were able to like reverse the aging in, in one to where, you know, his fur was, you know, dark and youthful again. So, you know, they're a long ways from, you know, being able to, do any, any trials with human beings or, you know, have like a working medical um, process, but, you know, they're, they're de- definitely making progress. And so, you know, the next 50 years, I mean, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they start to, to, to come up with things that um, can make a, a big Im- impact, you know? So, and once, once we start living, you know, I think the average age, what in America is like 75 or something like that, or 77, um, is the average life expectancy. I mean, you know, if, even if they increase that by 20, 25 years, but, but you're more youthful along the way, right? You, you know, at 50, you look 30, for example. Um, that, that would have a huge impact on, on life. Yeah, they're going to have to slow their roll on that. It's like, it's like yeah. they keep saying that there's not enough for everybody as it is. There's too many people. It's like, and yeah. then we're going to live longer? Oh, boy. It's, it's going to upset the apple cart for yeah. real. And that's a slippery slope too. It's like you know, I I I, I don't remember actual names or studies or anything like that. But didn't they? Didn't did, aren't they trying? Didn't they try to recreate a woolly mammoth or something uh, recently? Or I thought I remembered that from a couple of years ago. I just heard about it recently. But so there's there's that, and then oh, and then I read right. someplace, and this this might have been you know hate the term, but this might have been some fucking fake news. But I heard that, that there were like zombie rats out there. <laughs> oh, no. 
Zombie <laughs> rat. Here, here we go. Here, here we go again. But no, my point is, um, you know, I, you know, I just had, I don't know if this ties in with our Star Trek, Star Wars things, but uh, but I think that life cycles are 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 what they are, and that they're you know, I don't think man is supposed to live past you know a couple hundred years, <laughs> just because. You know, that's just the cycle, you know. What, goldfish, you know, goldfish, they die after, what, six months or whatever. And I think man only lives, you know, 80 to 100 years. And anything beyond that is, is just upsetting the apple cart. It's, it's, it's throwing off the circle, the cycle. And so, but, you know, that's an interesting thing. You know, the only thing I would... Because if, if we do... It, don't if we do get to the point, to the Star Trek point where, right. where, where there's no need, man is going to live a lot longer and we are going to be healthier and, and, you know, and thus our life, you know, our life spans are going to, are going to increase. So it's just, it's just, you know, it just brings up, you know, technology, that kind of technology. Again, you know, that's so far in the future. I guess they figured it out, but I'd be interested in, in seeing, I won't be here obviously, but I'd be interested in seeing how man d- deals with that kind of, you know, that kind of time on your hands. JG, JG, let's mark two points for Val. That that was, that was quite good. How you, you prevented me, (laughs) interrupted you, man. And then you interrupted me, interrupt you. (laughs) That was nice. I like that. (laughs) I like, I like how you said, like you didn't hear me trying to interrupt you. It's a game within a game. (laughs) I see that's the level of game we'll be playing. huh? (laughs) He knows your tricks, man. Yeah, you, you know all your tricks. You were right like, now. "Oh no, my brother!" <laughs> well, I just needed to get it out while it was fresh in my head. I was just like, if I don't say this now, it's going to go away. No, but you have to leave pretending like you didn't hear me. Ah, <laughs> uh, let, let the battle, let the battle commence. I love it. I love it. Well, 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 guys. On on that note, to to interrupt both of you, we're coming to the end of our of our weekend no show, and I think it's it's clear that. Anyone with any sense will be going to the Star Trek universe, except for Clint, who will be going. <laughs> you will be going over to Star Wars to become a Sith, at which point he will return to Star Trek to wreak his vengeance exactly. upon all of us. That's right. <laughs> so I guess there's nowhere safe. <laughs> well, how long do we have? How long does it take to become a Sith? I mean, we got a couple good years. I don't know. Before. I think they 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 got some they got to have some virtual reality reality training machines so I can do that shit like Neo in, in a couple hours, right? Well, oh <laughs> man. Well, I'll I'll be on Risa. I'll be on Risa, you guys. But uh, <laughs> for now, let's just wrap this one up, and uh, we'll uh, we'll just uh, see you guys all in in the uh, Star Trek universe, and. Um, you know what? I hope you guys all have a great day, great evening, great weekend. Uh, CL Smooth, Insidious LAT, please say goodbye because we're getting out of here. Live long and prosper. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back. <laughs> all right, guys. Please like and share and subscribe if you like this. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next weekend. No show. Bye.